Moto One Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is Tucker Tanner, host of Wheelspin, and I've got a special guest on the line with us tonight. Uh, tonight's guest is coming to us from the Tri-City area. we got Nathan Trapst on the phone. We're going to be talking about uh, his 2019 ch- championship going down the, uh, the tubes. And we've got some moto news to get into this week on Wheelspin, and this is the show where we uh, spin our wheels and really don't get anywhere. It's hard to get traction on this show. Uh, let's bring up the guest, why don't we, Bob? And Bob. Bob, by the way, how how are you feeling this week? I I know you were a little bit under the weather, and uh, I really have to say that I'm I'm sorry you haven't been feeling so well. Uh, what's what's been happening? Uh, uh, it's okay. I just I had a little bit of a cough, and uh, I don't know. Margaret put some weird sauce in the bean stew last night, and things were just getting out of hand. I, I'm I'm fine. I'm, I can run the show, Tucker. All right, Bob. Well, uh, like I said, let's dial up our first guest, Nathan Traps. Nathan, are you there? I'm right here, Tucker. Hey, Nathan, how you doing? So, 2013, all uh, Tri City. Let me see if I got my notes here right. Uh, you're the All City Regional Tri uh, Trials Champion, and uh, you were working. You were riding. What was that bike you were riding a couple years ago when you were just kicking ass and taking names? Oh, you remember that one? That was the old. Uh, I think it was the uh, the Bonneville. Yeah. No, no, no. No, Bonneville's a, a street bike, Bob. Uh, I know it. It does not the make. It was a Bonneville uh, Whapper. Was it the Bonneville Whapper? No, no. You're thinking of my old Suzuki Samurai. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. What I had there was uh, the Ninja Six Hundred, and it had the uh, it had the uh, extra kick on the on the back. You were using the Ninja 600 to do trials with? Oh, it was spectacular. You should have seen him, man. He was just, he was uh, kicking it up the walls and jumping up these like 13-foot rock obstacles. It was, it was some pretty amazing stuff. Wow, yeah, I, had I had no a, idea. I, 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 had to, I had to put a lot of a lot of screws into the tires for that one. <laughs> I, most people are using uh, like a Beta 125 or I've even seen these electric ones that have uh, like 485 pounds of torque or something like that for an electric motor. Uh, I think it was a 487 pounds. Wow, Bob's saying four hundred and eighty-seven pounds. Well, well, Bob, you're probably thinking of when when I brought it out of the garage. But if you remember back in 2013, uh, I brought it out of the garage, took it into the shed, and took it out of the shed, and uh, we had, we had some modifications go on in there. I can't tell you what. Oh, well, didn't. That, that was the year you really didn't. Uh, I mean, it was hard for you to even get anything done. Yeah, that was the uh, 2013. That was the last year you won because these these last few years. I mean, you've had guys like uh, Francois Hopper coming up, and uh, or is it Hooper? I always forget his last name. But I mean, oh yeah, Hopper. Hopper. We call him the Wrench. Oh yeah, the Wrench. That's the wrench. right. <clears throat> yeah, 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 the Wrench. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been chasing you down these last couple of years, and, and to be honest, like since 2013, that was your last championship. I, I don't understand uh, what went wrong last season. It might have might have been that you were trying to use a Ninja 650 to do trials with. Well, I don't think that was a problem. I think I think really, I mean, I won't blame it all on him, but 
the wrench did uh, give me a turn or two, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. The, the worm, worm has turned. turned. Yeah, Bob says the worm has turned. I suppose you can hear him. He's in the control booth, but we can hear him. Uh, uh, hey, yeah, yeah, he's coming through. Yeah. Hey, Bob, you got any news queued up for us? Yeah, yeah I sure do. There's some uh, hot news coming in from June 14th. You guys want to take a, take a look at the screen there? Uh, I've queued it up for you. Some interesting stuff happening out of Washington and Florida. Oh, trust me, Bob. The most interesting stories always come from Germany, Washington, or Florida. So, Bob, the first thing you got queued up here, uh, Nathan, sit in on this one, if, if you would. Uh, a motorcyclist was sent to the hospital for his injuries after a three-vehicle accident caused by a loose boat. You yeah, this came out of uh, a Washington. This is uh, the AP wire out of Washington sent this down to us uh, because it was motorcycle related. Yeah, most of the news on this show is motorcycle related, being a motorcycle show. But uh, Bob, uh, a loose boat uh, on the interstate? Uh, I think it was a country road. <laughs> Uh, yeah, country road here. Uh, we've got uh, a Washington State Patrol says Saturday at about 4 p.m. A 23-year-old Assel man was. Uh, Driving a 1998 Chevy Silverado. Oh, it's a uh, Assol. Oh, Assol. That's the name of the town in Washington. Uh, a uh, Assol man was driving his uh, 1998 Chevy Silverado uh, on a country lane there, and uh, the, a boat came loose. He was going uh, northbound. A boat came loose and went into the westbound lanes, uh, where a 23-year-old motorcyclist on his uh, 2016 Harley hit the uh, 1997 boat. He cartwheeled and landed into the boat. Uh, believe it or not, Nathan, that's like something you trials guys do all the time with logs and branches, but he did it on a Harley into a boat. I mean, I suppose you're doing it on a Ninja 650, so it's just as good as a 2016 Harley. Well, occasionally when, when, uh, when a bolt comes loose on my Ninja 650, my, uh, it feels like, it feels like, uh, the boat I was towing bolted loose. Does the wrench ever give you a turn when a boat comes loose? Don't bring up the wrench anymore. I I, I really I, I feel like we, Come on. we ought to go. A Bob, it's a, it's a sore subject for him. He doesn't want to talk about the wrench at this point in the season. Uh, I mean, you know, things aren't looking great. You know, so we need to keep the wrench on the back burner. Sorry about that, Nathan. No problem, Bob. Just keep your mouth shut for the rest of the story, okay? Uh, but anyway, uh, an 84-year-old uh, Ocean Park woman in a 2017 Ford Edge. I feel like there's a lot of numbers in this story, Bob. Did you plan this? I know you're not good with numbers. Uh, I'm not very good with numbers, but let's go. Uh, so she was heading south when the boat was heading west, and she tried to avoid it. She hit the side of the boat. It spun around with this young uh, asshole man in it, and uh, it hooked onto the back of her bumper, and she gave him a ride for seven miles. A what kind of man? Uh, Assel. Yeah. yeah, that's a, a uh, town. Assel. So he Assel? was. Yeah, he's a, from the town of Assel, Washington, and uh, it, it pulled him along for seven miles. Uh, eyewitnesses' account actually says that uh, he was dressed up to some of the fishing attire. Went, uh, a pole landed in his hand, and a fishing fisherman's hat landed on his head. And uh, people thought it was a prank at first, and that's why they didn't report it until they saw his Harley uh, smashed on the side of the road. Whoa, I can imagine uh, getting pulled seven miles behind a, a loose boat through Assel, you know. Nathan? Yeah, it sounds like uh, somebody, some asshole guy from me. <laughs> okay, well, the uh, the Vancouver man 
was transported. The uh, guy in the boat was from Vancouver, not not uh, asshole. He was report, uh, transported to Williapa, the harbor hospital, for his injuries. The state patrol says the 84-year-old woman and the 78-year-old woman who was her passenger were not injured, but they were told, you broke it, you bought it, and now they have to pay for the boat and take it home. And a civil lawsuit has been filed on behalf of the woman, and it's expected to go through court next week. And traffic was impacted on the highway for... Over two hours. So to add insult to injury, this guy does a front flip into the boat off his Harley Davidson. Harley Davidsons too. I mean, beautiful bikes if you see them up close. Uh, if you see them from far away, they look like everything else, but that's a neither, neither here nor there. But then to land in the boat and have a, a fishing pole land in your hand and a hat land on your head and people assume that it's a practical joke while you're getting dragged seven miles uh, down the road just shy of your life, you know, that, that's a... That's a travesty, and they really need to tighten up the uh, the driving laws there in, in Washington. You shouldn't be able to just drive a truck down the highway with just a boat loosely hanging off of a trailer. You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate. So uh, in your travels, in your trials competitions, have you ever had to jump over? But I mean, how, what were this guy's chances? Was he destined to smash into this thing, or uh, did he have a chance to leap over it? Did you think you could have done any better on your Ninja 650 trials bike? Well, I don't know what kind of angler this feller was, but uh, if it were me and I was near a creek, I'd have taken a shot. I mean, you're already hauling butt, I mean, but you're yeah, going to uh, trawl that river. I was just going to say, you got seven miles of trawling there. Yeah. Uh, uh, where I, the I, harbor I, is this right story, next to the- This story seems incomplete to me. Yeah. I, I, something's fishy with this story. Oh, Bob. I know. Anyways, uh, yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, the second story on the docket here is uh, Valentino Rossi decides to write off his 2019 season and concentrate on race wins instead of any attempt to halt the charge of Mark Marquez with that elusive 10th ground. This is coming to us via the uh, Motorcycle News website. I have a question for you, Nathan. As a racer yourself, I mean, you're on Ninja 650 Trials bikes doing impossibly impossible uh, stunts up there on those uh, trials courses. Isn't the point of a championship season to concentrate on winning? I mean, that sounds like he's just trying to finish out the championship. Uh, it doesn't sound... Uh, when you ride off a season, are you really not concentrating on winning? He says he's going to concentrate on wins instead of trying to win the championship. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. Isn't that how you win a championship is concentrating on wins? Well, if you concentrate too hard on wins, how are you going to win? Because you're so distracted with concentrating, you're never going to win. Thinking, I'm going to win, I'm going to win, you're never going to win. No, that's a amazing point. Yeah, yeah Bob, I see. Uh, he's got some wisdom there in that uh, statement. Um, concentrating on when you're never going to win. You know what? I I'm glad we have perspective from a racer on the show right now because I wouldn't have thought of that myself. Uh, yeah, I'm a champion. I'm a champion racer. Well, don't 20, forget that. 2013, I mean, Nathan. I mean, yeah, champion racer. That's what I said. That's true. You are a 2013 champion racer. Uh, I'm a champion racer. <laughs> well, we're, uh, we're we're coming up on a uh, a break right now, but we'll get back with you in about one minute. Uh, Nathan, why don't you drink some water and we'll uh, shoot the bull off the air? What do you say? Sounds good. All righty, we'll be right back, folks, with Wheel Spin, the show where we talk about a lot of stuff, but we don't really get any traction on the issues. Ooh. 
Do you hear that? That is the sound of silence. Are you tired of having your ears filled with noise? Are you tired of that noise being the sound of your own exhaust? Your own screams of panic as you crash your Aprilia Fratura off a cliff? Are you tired of listening to your family and friends call your sweet, sweet baby a murder cycle? Well, try Saginati earplugs. They're guaranteed to keep you from hearing most ambient noise. That includes the low-frequency wind noise that other helmets seem to miss. Sirens, horns, Harley-Davidson's, pedestrians screaming, Hey, look out, you're gonna run over that baby! All these and more filtered straight out of the old sound pipes thanks to Saginati's patented design. Do you want to block out all oral input from your ride without the hassle of having to go electric? Try Saginati and you'll never hear again. Saginati earplugs. Our motto is... Always Saginati. All right, Saginati's earplugs, guaranteed to never make you hear anything again. Uh, Nathan, are you there? Do you use earplugs on your trials championships? You know I do. Uh, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't leave the shed without them. Yeah. Now, what does the sound of victory sound like? Uh, I know you haven't had one since 2013. Your bike malfunctions and whatnot have kind of held you back. I am a champion. But yep. you are a champion. That's true. You're a 2013 All-City Regional Trials champion. No one can take that away from you. But we've got other guys. You know, I didn't want to mention his name because I know he's your arch rival. But uh, Dan Verboten. And, uh, you know, he's he, the name is funny to me. You know, Dan Verboten. Uh, it sounds like his name is Dan Verboten, but his name is Danver Boten. Yeah, that's a uh, that always kind of cracks me up whenever I see his name on the docket uh, coming after you there, running up the leaderboards, what what not, trying to get a hold of you. Um, has it been hard uh, since your 2013 All uh, City Trials Championship to kind of put him in the back burner of your mind and and uh, you know try to try to just <laughs> envision yourself winning? I'd I'd say any any thoughts of. Danver, uh, are verboten in my mind. Well played, sir. Well, well played. Uh, yeah, you know, Danver, he, uh, he really threw a wrench into things, not to jump all over Francois Hopper's nickname there that you guys all have for him. Uh, you know, wasn't he frog eyes before he was the wrench? I, why was that? Was that that one year where you guys had that, um, you had that weird mud obstacle and he fell right in face first and, uh, came back up and they called him funny frog eyes or something like that. I forget. Yeah, we all, we all thought that was, uh, uh, I think that was the Australia Open. We all thought he had bugged his eyes completely out of his head. Yeah, he came up out of the mud, all shiny eyed, but everything else was mud, and they were glistening with so many colors. Yeah, and were they uh, full of fear too, and hatred for his competitor, uh, fellow competitors. You know what? I know they were behind it, but turns out. They were opals. He got opals stuck in his face when he dove into that mud. You're kidding me. You Oh, because, you, uh, right, in Australia, that's where opals, I mean, that's the opal capital of the world, they always say. And that yep. makes a lot more sense than what I was thinking. Um, that's incredible. I mean, that's just incredible. Opal eyes from froggy, oh, yeah, froggy yeah. eyes to, to opal eyes. And now, uh, you know, world. Oh, uh, you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't believe it. Anytime you fall in the mud out there, opals all over you. Interesting. 
I'd like to fall me in some of that mud, I think, you know? Fall me into that mud. You gotta scrape them off and keep going, though, if you want to be a winner. Well, only a champion like yourself would know that. I mean, that's how you remember when you won the uh, the all. I'm a champion. You are a champion. You won the all Tasman Open that one year. I remember you had a, a opal stuck up your nose. Uh, this story is super interesting, but we're already coming up on another commercial break. Uh, can you hang on? We're, we'll talk about Dan Verboten, and we'll talk I, about I, Francois Hopper uh, right after. I'll this stick message. around. Yeah, I, I I've got a lot more to say. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm. I know you hate those guys with the passion. You really want to see their guts ripped out and thrown all over the rocks that you guys uh well i don't want to step all over this story we'll we'll get, we'll get back to it right after this commercial break when we come back with nathan trapst looking for a high quality leather that doesn't cost an arm and a leg well not yours anyway Try Criders, made in the USA from 100% renewable resources. We don't use fancy hide like kangaroo or elk, nor do we use other imported hides like jaguar or okapi. Those animals are scarce and protected. We extrapolate our hides from a unique source of marsupial. Not a wallaby though, if that's what you were thinking. Criders leathers are made from the United States' most renewable resource, the common opossum. The common opossum is so common, in fact, that thousands of hides go to waste each year on American roadways. We don't believe in letting these valuable garment farms end up in the city dump, especially with a looming leather shortage on the horizon. Criders is dedicated to rider safety, and a low overhead is our number one priority. Visit Criders today, and we'll fit you up in new skin. Possum skin. Criders, the cheapest leather you'll wear. Visit Criders now. We're located down by the stream behind the old recycling factory. Criders Leathers. All right, that is our title sponsor, Criders. And uh, Nathan, I know they've sponsored several uh, Criders there course the title sponsor of the criders uh all city regional trials championship and uh are you where you wear criders all the time right i i'm wearing uh criders garments right now as we speak yeah i don't take them off even when i shower right yeah we haven't discussed that but you are latter-day saint and uh racing on sunday was always very hard for you because you were such a devout uh uh Saint, and uh, they call you Saint uh, Nathan, as a matter of fact. I didn't know if you knew that. Did you know they called you Saint Nathan? But those Crider Saint- leathers, they're breathable. Yeah, Saint, Saint Nathan of the uh, of the Upside Down. Yeah. Uh, on account of my, uh, my possum garments. Well, and on account of your style. Oh, that's right, because uh, every three days you, you don't wash them. You just flip them upside down, right? Turn them inside out, something like that? Well, I always figured it was... Uh, because my my uh, my garments are made from a creature that hangs upside down a lot. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, have you ever tried to hang upside down in them? Well, <clears throat> I don't hang upside down myself, and I don't feel like I should feel bad about that. Yeah. Is that what you're kind of implying with uh, that? I don't know, Nathan. It's time for another break, though. Uh, hang in there while we take another quick commercial break to recognize our sponsors. Nathan, we'll be right back to talk with you about hanging upside down. For over 125 and a half years, no pickle has been more trusted by motorcycle champions everywhere than Clawman Pickles. You want to win your race? Put a Clawman Pickle in your face. Clawman's guaranteed. I love a Clawman and I 
That's right, Clubman Pickles. They are a uh, the title sponsor again of the Intra Cities uh, Trials Disciplinary uh, Championship. Which I know, Nathan, you don't race in that. Can you tell us why, uh, or tell us why you quit racing in that particular series of uh, trials champions? Well, it, it all boils down to this. I mean, it's a, it's a long story, but it all boils down to this. I. Don't like pickles. You're kidding me. So no, I don't like them. Obviously, like Clubman's being the uh, title sponsor there. You couldn't, in good conscience, uh, race this race. Oh, so yeah, you're, I mean, telling me, you're telling me it has nothing to do with the Dan Verboten. Hey, watch it, Bob. How dare you? We told you not to bring up that name, Bob. I'm just saying, it just seems kind of fishy to me that he doesn't want to race in a pickle race, but the name Dan Verboten has nothing to do with it. I don't know, Nathan, what it, uh, these allegations coming from our our own newsman, Bob uh, Cratch, uh, what do you now, say? Bob, now, Bob, I said I don't like pickles, and I said that's the reason I don't want to race in that race. Would you ever uh, pickle in Denver, Colorado? Whoa, shots fired. Don't ever talk to me about Denver. Is it because it sounds too much like the name Denver? Bowton. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, Denver Bowton. Uh, I'm sorry, Nathan. I, I didn't, re- I really didn't want to bring this up on the show. Uh, I'm going to have I'm a, in a rage. Yeah, I'm in a rage. I'm going to have a strict talking to with, uh, Bob after this and uh, we'll see if we have a new news director next week uh, listen Danver oh, I'm, oh my god I'm so sorry I am so sorry uh, uh, I'm going to cut you off right here and uh, I'll take it over from here uh, no you take it back uh, I'm just scared alright listen what? what's going on I'm sorry I didn't mean to I slipped up that was a slip of the tongue that was me that did it that wasn't Bob's fault he had he was saying Denver and you were saying Denver and I messed up so Nathan I feel like I feel like you guys are both against me listen Nathan you know I've been your best friend now for 27 weeks and counting and I I was there watching the 2013 all city regional trials champion I would never ever do anything to uh, hurt our relationship that we've built over these last 27 weeks I just wanted to ask you as a champion, you are a former champion. Uh, and I'm a champion. You are, you are a champion. Speaking of other champions, the Isle of Man just finished, and we were just talking about uh, Valentino Rossi focusing on race wins to win it, to, but not a championship, which makes no sense to me. But, uh, Bob, what's your opinion on that? He did have a good point about uh, concentrating too hard on winning, which makes you not win. Yeah. Whatever, Bob. Anyway, uh, speaking of the Isle of Man, uh, this week the racing finished, and uh, we don't even keep track of Isle of Man, so we're not even going to talk about that. The big news coming out of the Isle of Man, bigger than the TT itself and bigger than uh, anything that's ever happened on the Isle of Man from uh, its humble beginnings as a Celtic province to World War II, uh, this year brought the the harshest, harshest uh a public outcry from the aisle. Uh, citizens were in a uproar. A uproar? Did I say uproar? That's you the first did. time you said, yeah, you said uproar. I got on tape. 
Uh, yep, and I heard it too. Okay, I'm sorry about that. In, a, in an uproar, how's that? Uh, the Rusty Oven, you familiar with that? Uh, I mean, you don't have to be a trials champion or an Isle of Man TT champion. You just have to be a motorcyclist. When you say the Rusty Oven, everybody knows that little uh, that little uh, choking puke over there on the Isle of Man. You know, you, do you know the, the Rusty Oven? Yeah, yeah I, I know it. I'm sure he knows it. You know it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I've been through the rusty oven more times than, uh, I, I was through the rusty oven when you were, uh, when you were still doing the trombones. Right. Me too. Well, yes, you guys are a little older than I am and the rusty oven, I'm sure you're both quite familiar with, uh, Bob probably every night he, he orders, uh, Amazon eats from there every night. Uh, they quit serving the three pound fish and chip plates that they have traditionally served now for uh, how long was it, Bob? 112 years. 112 years they've been serving these uh, three-pound fish and chip plates, and they switched out their curry suppliers as well. And the whole village of Plowden on Knock is in civil unrest. Uh, The Manx GP and the Classic TT may have to be canceled. Um, A lot of the local police were called. And, uh, you know, I know racing is part of that island's... uh, what do you call it? The economy. I mean, it's a, it's a major part of the tourist industry, uh, that and illegal sheep farming and money laundering. But, uh, the TT is like the most above water, uh, of all those things. And I just have to say that I can't believe that they went ahead and did something like, uh, changed the size of the fish plates and curry suppliers, knowing damn well that those people on the Isle of Man have eaten that stuff for, uh, what'd you say it was, Bob? Like a hundred and how many years? 112 years. 112 years, Bob's reporting, that they've been eating this. Uh, three, uh, three I'll tell meat. you what right now. Uh, best fish plate I ever ate. Uh, if anybody's not familiar with it, it's three pounds of curried fish, and two and a half pounds is curry. There's only a half pound of fish in that thing. By changing curry suppliers, they've like basically undone the fabric of humanity for that for Plowden on Knock is what you're telling me. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, what are you gonna do next? You, you, you're just gonna scrape a toxic waste barrel into my into my mouth. That's is that what you're gonna what do next? I feel you like cancel my fish do. plate. Yeah, I feel like that. That's what they're trying to say to people. Yeah, me too. I mean, basically, you're taking a baby's diaper full of onion poop. You know, baby, you fed a baby onions for a week. You let him poop in a diaper, and then you're shoving that into a a, a bowl and telling me this is your fish and curry sauce. I mean, who who are these? Who is the? Uh, I mean, the rusty oven. What? Ha- it must be a it must be a new ownership. We're, we'll get to the hey, bottom of this. I'll say I'll say this. And this is the last I'll say about it. I didn't believe in true evil until I heard about that cancellation. Yeah. And that's all I'll say about it. That's very astute. It's very astute. Very good. Uh, a proclamation, I may add, uh, by our own Nathan Trabst, 2013 All-Cities Regional Trials Champion on his Ninja 650 with the studs and the tires. You know what, uh, Nathan, that's just about all the time we have for this week. I'd like to thank you so much for stopping by. And, uh, Bob, is there anything else we need to talk to you about, Nathan? Uh, just going across the newswire, I just see that Dan Verboten was the man who uh, crashed in that boat in Washington. They were given an alias so that uh, he wouldn't, his identity wouldn't be known because of his sponsorship deals. But now uh, it's a fatality. 
They are confirming that it, it, it is uh, Dan Verboten who has died in the, the Wallopia boat crash of 2019 is what they're calling it. It's like a huge yeah. scandal. Oh, and yeah. uh, oh, yeah. it looks like oh, yeah. oh, Nathan oh, yeah. may have uh, an, uh, one less obstacle in uh, standing in his way for his 2019 championship. I am not... I am not celebrating. I am not celebrating. Yeah, I didn't sound like it to me. I, I mean, I was just listening to what Bob was saying, so I didn't hear your if you, uh, scream. If you think that I'm celebrating, you are wrong, because I am not celebrating. Why would you be celebrating the death of a... I mean, I know competitor. I know champions like yourself don't like to win the easy way by having all of your competitors die, you know? You guys... I would never celebrate. Yeah. Never celebrate Never. that. No. That's no. a yeah, it's unusual. It's cruel and unusual. Uh it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. So, it is awful. Yeah. So Nathan, uh next time did I just call you Nathan? I think I did. I called you Nathan. Uh I guess next time you're on the show we'll have to talk about the uh, advancements that you're making on your Ninja six fifty. I know you're leading the charge in technology and the way people ride those things on trial courses. But for now, that's and all the time we have. We'll spin. Uh, is there any th- sponsors you'd like to thank in the next five seconds? Uh, just the, uh, the the possum community. Oh, the possum community. And that's all the time we have. Thank you, Nathan, for stopping by. Thank you, Bob, for being in this bed.